Number 10. Man and Soils In the section of Man and Soils, we see soils that have been deeply influenced by man. Household refuge and waste is often deposited on or in the soil. In the past, household refuge was often used to fertilise agricultural land. Now let's have a look at the profile at the extreme right of this section. Deep in the Amazon, pre-Columbian Indian populations created black and fertile soils in a landscape of otherwise unfertile and tropical soils. Long-term additions of organic matter through household waste fish and turtle bones, adding phosphate and charcoal, were part of the mix that ultimately transformed an extremely poor into a fertile soil. The pottery fragment in the topsoil is evidence of this household waste. These mysterious soils remained black even though the management system that created them abruptly stopped after the arrival of the Europeans to the Americas. The majority of the Indian populations died from illnesses introduced by the Europeans. Considerable scientific research has been done in an effort to unravel the process of how these soils were formed. If the research proves successful, then many poor soils may be converted to fertile soils. And yet to this day, the mystery of the Amazon tribes is still unsolved. Now let's have a look at the neighbouring profile to the left, the peat dike. The striking features of this beautiful profile in front of you, the second from the right in this section, are the artefacts that it contains. We see parts of broken clay pipes, used in the Netherlands from the 17th century onwards. The lower part is the original organic soil, composed of dead plant material formed in a wet landscape, a peat soil. This peat soil was part of a peat dike, close to one of the waterways that drains the peatlands. These peat dikes were heightened for safety to prevent flooding. And dredge material, parts of excavated peat and household refuge from cities such as Amsterdam, were used for it. The boats that brought the excavated peat bricks to the city would take the household refuge out of the city. The refuge was traded with farmers who used it to fertilise their peatlands and heighten the peat dikes. So the layers we see reflect different periods in time. Old clay pipes in the lower part and glass high up in the profile because glass became affordable for common use in households only after industrialization made it more available and affordable. We were only able to sample the peat dike and have a profile in the museum because the dike broke in 2013 in a village in the centre of the Netherlands. After a long dry season, the dike became too dry. It developed cracks and 60 metres of dike was pushed into the urban area of the village of Vilnis. Fortunately, the flooding did not lead to a loss of life, as it happened during the night and people were sleeping on the first floor. There are over 3,000 kilometres of peat dikes in the Netherlands and you can imagine that they are now carefully monitored. A soil with clear artefacts brought into the soil by man is the city soil of Hilversum. It is the second one from the left in this section. In the subsoil of this profile, from 70 centimetres downwards, we can see the original sandy soil of the heathlands surrounding the city. In 1860, the average lifespan of people in Hilversum was only 24 years. That had to do with the fact that conditions were far from hygienic. Much of the refuge and waste remained within the boundaries of the city, but there was no sewer system. 
A medical doctor from Hilversum at the time, Dr. Hengel, drew a map of the city by hand to indicate where his sick patients lived and mark where people had died. He also drew the water pools and wells on the map, and then he saw a relationship between the two. People were getting ill from the water. The municipal government followed his advice to drain the water out of the city and create filtration fields on the heathland at the border of Hilversum. That is exactly where this soil profile was located. As a consequence, the lower part is saturated with heavy metals and polyaromatic carbons. Years later, the former overflow fields were used for dumping household refuge. Artifacts from the garbage are clearly seen in the layer between 50 and 70 centimetres, such as the small penicillin bottle. When the railway reached Hilversum, it grew very quickly. The urban area expanded towards this overflow area. 50 centimetres of construction sand was put on top of the former overflow fields and waste dumps. The area was eventually paved and houses were built on top of it. This profile was sampled when the streets of Hilversum were opened to clean up the soil. Please proceed to the left part of the section of the soils of the Netherlands, number 11.